Yeah, what's up? I'ma kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like Here we go. Well, oh, we'd like to say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Church Information in Open Forum. I'm Marion Barnett, your host, reaching every Saturday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Yeah, we got so much to talk about, so much going on. It's just tremendous. Ah, the amount of things that are going on that needs to be discussed among the people and really tackled by the people. Some of the things that we have happening, we never dreamed it would be happening here in 2021. But um, we have, we have just an open defiance. Start with Steve Bannon. Open defiance of Congress. Subpoena him, he doesn't show, he's just downright arrogant, not going to do what they, he, he do what he want, not what Congress asked him to do. So they're going to have to deal with him, they're going to deal with him because he feels like he's above the law. You had nine Republicans to join with the Democrats on this which basically they have not been breaking rank among themselves, good or bad, but they broke rank on this yet nine Republicans. To say he's wrong, he needs to pay for this. These things that was happening on January 6th. Bannon has said the day before, January 5th, that you think this is something, you ought to wait till tomorrow as if he knew what was going to happen, as if maybe he was in on the planning of January 6th. Some terrible things, terrible things, terrible things happened. Then, secondly, we got going on, and something we want to discuss is, I don't know, how to deal with this one, how people feel about this. I want to hear exactly how people feel about transgender children. Well, we have uh, transgender uh, girls wanting to play sports with girls that were born females, assigned as females from birth. But they want to, they were assigned as males and want to play with them. Uh, Compete against them. What do you think of that? Here are people that was born one gender want to compete against uh, another gender that was born that way. What do you think? You think uh, they would have a distinct advantage? Do they have a a distinct advantage being born male and then being born? Ah, well, I guess we're born in their minds. I don't know. That they would be female. Is that fair? Is that fair? Is that fair to have those who are born male to compete against those who were born female and say it's fair. I want to hear what y'all want to have to say about this. I want to hear 
what, 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 what is it? What's going on? Is it fair? Some of you probably feel like it's fair. Many of you. Yeah, some of you feel like it's unfair. Uh, do, I don't know, because do a transgender person surrender their strength, uh, their way of doing things that they, sh- they should be with females? And uh, when we see this, this, this happening, the uh, only way I see how to correct this thing is by maybe having a, a class that's transgender. I don't know. I want to hear what y'all have to say about this. Because I know growing up, we used to have a girl named Bernice played with us. But once we got to about nine, uh, eight, nine, ten, we, we boys were too big for to play for her to play with us anymore. And she was rough, but she couldn't play with us anymore. She was too, she was not strong enough. And I, but maybe that's just not the case in this. Thank you all for calling. And uh, I want to hear what the people have to say. All right. Uh, Pierre, what do you have? Good morning, and we have uh, James on the uh, line, too. On line, too? Yes, All right. Good morning, James. How are you this morning? Fine. How are you? Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have free food, again, at the Advantage Temple Church of God in Christ, 2627 Doris Street. 2627 Doris. That's free food. They're still yes. giving away food. Thank you. That's yes, uh huh. That's okay. uh, that's really nice. That's really nice. Right. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. The closing line nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Uh, who do we have? That's it. Right. Wait. They call us. I saw three lines ringing. Wow. Mm. Uh, but I still want to know. Is it fair? If it's not, why do people want that? And if it is, it's more than worthy. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Just seems, well, I know it seems like it. I know this, that males normally from, from birth of a small, small baby is stronger than most females. Uh, is there something uh, that we uh, call in? Because maybe it's something I'm missing here. Am I missing something? Am I missing something? Is it is it fair? Uh, is it, it is fair? Who do know? We're not talking about sex discrimination unless there's something here that uh, we're not seeing. We're not seeing. There's something here. Uh, and you know, uh, at the age of 14, 
me as a male, I could have won the Olympics if I was running against the females in the Olympics. I could have beaten any of them at 14, so as a kid. So uh, is that not now? Okay, come on, uh, Pia, bring it on. Yeah, we have a call, and uh, this is a Leon. Leon on the line one. Leona. Yes. All right. Leon, Leon. Yeah. Leon. Yes. All right. G <laughs> good morning, Leon. <laughs> good morning, <laughs> Yeah? What do you think about that? Uh, that was funny. Yeah, I, uh, I'm battling this uh, torn rotator cuff, so... Uh, I'm down, I'm down a little bit, but uh, you know when when people make those uh, those changeovers, those safe changes, they don't change on um, 100. percent Well, do they do they uh, lose strength? Uh, 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 so much masculinity that they they're just really not males anymore. How does this work? Well, I don't think they'll ever be 100 percent woman. And that, that's what makes it somewhat unfair for the, them to compete against a, a woman that's 100% woman. They have an advantage because they have some male uh, attributes remaining. Male hormones are still there. Yes. The, 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 you can look at the, the, the transgender person and see the, the, the masculinity. There's some there. But I don't know what they do, whether they get organs, uh, how can I say, reconfigured or whatever but it's not the same as a 100% woman and so they have an advantage athletically uh, so you know they don't agree with that that's just not the facts they don't do a 100% change from a man to a woman that's virtually impossible well uh, the governor have signed the bill against this and uh, there are those who are saying that this is discrimination And they're very upset with Abbott on this for not signing this into law to allow transgender children, uh, the males, well, they're females then, to play. Transgender female, well, uh, females to play sports with uh, girls that was assigned female at birth. They say, whatever you are assigned at birth, that's where you have to play. And uh, maybe the only way to fix this is to, well, what if they went out and just got a distinct uh, a group, a league? A, category? Mm -hmm. Yeah, a category that would say uh, yeah. just transgenders. Uh, right. That's the only way, I don't know, maybe that's why I'm trying to seek information from the audience to tell us how do this work now. I, I, I just know in my life growing up, girls couldn't play. Well, well there's no way they could play with us. Uh, well, 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 I saw a documentary uh, about a young, child, a young person who did the, tra the transgender uh, thing and they competed with girls and they just had an advantage. The girls couldn't beat them because they still had masculine, uh, you know, muscles. You know, yeah. a man has just a muscle mass and even though you, you alter your sexual organ, you don't alter your calves and your legs, you don't alter the, 
the, the biceps. You, you still have man, male, uh, you know, functioning mm-hmm. uh, parts. So the the, the, the the young lady was a wrestler. And, of course, she just out-wrestled all the rest of the girl. But there was a controversy because, as you said, she was transgender. So that mm-hmm. person definitely has an advantage when, when uh, going from male to female and then competing against uh Against women. So you feel like that's unfair, isn't it? It's absolutely unfair. Absolutely unfair. All right. You don't do a 100% transformation. All right. Okay. Transform every part of the body. All right. But I did, I did want to mention one thing about, about Steve Bannon. Yeah. Uh, well, I, 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 I'm pushed on time now. I've got callers online. I'm pushed on that. We'll, we'll get that later on. All right, okay. 972-647-1893 is the number to call to reach us. Who do we have up here? We have Tony on our line, too. Tony? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Rev. How you doing? Fine. How are you? All right. Mm-hmm. Um, Go right here. The discussion you're having, they don't really want us to have because... They, they're taking advantage of a physical uh, God-given strength of, of being human and being a man. Mm-hmm. But you ever know? <laughs> you, you ever know that they never ask females; they always ask men. Because guess what? If you ask a female, she'll tell you the truth. But it, it, it looks bad when a man asks a question: "Is is it fair?" First of all. The world ain't fair. It never has been fair. And so the question is, okay, you choose to choose you choose to change your sexual destination. Cool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but but now what you want to do is take advantage of that strength because you couldn't compete with a man. Mm-hmm. You know, now you want now you want to compete in a female so you can win. That's unfair. But no one wants to have a true conversation about this because you don't want to offend a group. No, the truth is the truth. Gender is gender. Now, the thing is this. Somebody will say, well, he's old. No. The fact of it is this. You're still taking advantage of, of a group. You just, the thing is, you asking more men this question, but watch the television. They very, and they ask little girls, you know, which is cool, because cause that's who it's affecting. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they're not, they're not asking females as a gender how they feel about it. They're asking, like I say, mostly men to frame the conversation as you're just biased because you're a man and you're against uh, the, the, the LGBTQ community. They're not asking females none of these questions. Mm-hmm. Now, are these men wonder, uh, say, let's say take football. Do, are these men wanting to play uh, a sport like that? Uh, with girls? Um, well, it, it could, but the, thing, the, question, the question you want to have in the future is this. When a girl who trains to a boy right. wants to play right. well, then you're gonna... and then challenge the NFL and college football. Well, I've seen a girl, I think she was from Brian Adams High School. This has been some years back. Trying mm-hmm. to play football here in Dallas. But it didn't mm-hmm. last. It didn't last uh, a hot ten seconds. <laughs> she got out of that, you know. Uh, but still, uh, 
nobody wants to discriminate, but I just don't see. I'll be honest, I don't <laughs> see. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's something there that we, uh, we just not there yeah. up on. I don't know. I don't know if a, if a, uh, if a strength change is something like that when when they uh, change their general tenure. Uh, I don't know. Well, and and, and, and and so what you're saying is correct, and, and that's and, and that's the thing is think about even the the, 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 the bill they tried to pass in Texas years ago. That was a man. That was a, a man trying to go into a woman's bathroom, not a female trying to go into a man's bathroom. Mm-hmm. It was more of <clears throat> the argument was. Can a transgender man go into a female bathroom and was it comfortable? Now, if I'm a man or, you know, I'm transgender and I, and I, and I try to rape a female in a bathroom, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't matter. Even though I have a, a man to a tell you. But you very heard, but you, but you very rarely heard about females, and females have gone to men's bathrooms in the past. It's not an argument or debate. It has happened. Yeah. Because, because when you go to sports and chairs, the, 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 the female bathroom was always crowded. But yeah. The point is this: it was argued, it was always argued on the point of a man going to female, but no one ever asked the female, "Hey, would you go into a man bathroom?" Yeah. And, if, and, and if you change sex. Just double standard on this. I thank you, and I thank you for your call. I'm completely out of time, and you can reach me at 972-647-1893. We're up against a short break. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. We are back on Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marianne Barnett, your host. All righty, uh, Pierre, what do we have? Okay. We have a bill on uh, line one. Bill, uh-huh. Ladies, y'all please call in too. All right. Well, we have a couple uh, other callers, so uh, we take them right now. Uh, uh, now we we gonna take Bill and then get, yeah. uh, but I want to hear from females about this. Yeah. All right. Good morning, is Bill? Yeah. Bill. Hello. How are you? Is Bill gone? All right. Uh, well, we got we got callers on just by all the lines now. Wanna get call? Uh, yes. On a line that's not being answered is line two. Um, line four is, two and four has not been answered. All right, all right. Please bring them on the air, please. Uh, yes, huh? All right, all right, who do we have? So we have a Reverend Moose on line three. Reverend who? Moose. Moose? Good morning. Line, hello. Is he on? Yeah, this is Moss. Yeah, Reverend Moss, yes, come on. Yeah. Yeah, you got a good subject going this morning. I just want to say, uh, first off, anybody that changed itself up like this, telling God they didn't, they don't like the way he made them. That's number one. Mm-hmm. And, and no, it wouldn't be fair uh to do that, to put him in the team with like that, just like putting a one-armed man in the ring with Muhammad Ali. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, need, he might need four arms for that one, would <laughs> 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 Yeah, 
Yeah, so, no, I, I don't think it'd be fair to put a uh, transistor, a woman in the field with males, uh, because males uh, don't change their strength, even when they're changed. Uh, they still have the strength, the, the speed, and everything, you know. So I think it'd be unfair to do that. So you, you, I'm, I'm marking them now, and that's two that says it shouldn't be done. Now, the Texas state of Texas turned it down. I get Hot Wheels. Mm -hmm. I'll let you know Hot Wheels uh, signed to turn that thing down. <laughs> he, he wasn't, you know, but uh, Bo Clark is right at least uh, twice a day. All right. Okay. Yep. 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 That was, that's my point. All right. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Good one, you? All right. Thickless line 972-647-1893. All righty. Yeah, bring me one of those callers on. All right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Have a good day. Have a good mm -hmm. weekend. Bye. Yeah. Bring me a caller on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we have Joe on the line one. Joe? Joe. Joe. Joe, all right. Good morning, Joe. Thank you, you too. Mm-hmm. Go right ahead. Um, there's an article here I'm reading. Um, there was an MMA fighter that um, broke an opponent's skull multiple times to, to win a, um, a US, um, an MMA, MMA fight, and it's pretty, it's pretty um, controversial and uh, well-known. And now the um, fighter is being praised. Uh, you say what? A mixed martial arts fighter um, broke their opponent's, a transgender mixed martial arts fighter broke their opponent's skull. Uh-huh. And it was a, a man to a woman. So um, I don't know if the hormone blockers or what. what they this this blockers. was a woman's skull he broke? Yes, yeah. Well, it does was, a, it was a transgender. Does this, male, two female transgender. Uh -huh. Well, does, uh, what, what, do this, do this happen to, uh, men on men? It was a, a transgender man to woman on. I'm talking about, but does it ever happen to men also? No, because a man's body is just different. Their bone structure is different. So, so no. It's, it's pretty scary stuff, so maybe they should make a separate league or something, or I don't know, because you can't... Well, that's the only thing I could think of to remedy the situation. Just make a separate league if the males are too strong. I say, I'm going on... I just look at my own life as little, little bit of girls. Sometimes when they little children like that, little girls might be stronger than, and faster than boys. But once they reach a certain age, oh, about nine, nine, ten, eleven years old, nine, boys grow bigger and stronger. Because we had a little girl who used to play football with us. Oh, she could slam boys on the ground, had boys crying. But just, uh, yeah. it didn't take no time. About, when we hit about nine, somewhere like that, we just got too big and too strong for them. Mm -hmm. Now, can I comment on the January 6th real quick? You mentioned that earlier. Kevin, good morning. Uh, go right ahead. 
Um, um, it's just weird that the security was real low on that day. Like, you know, versus other other events, they would have giant security. Mm-hmm. But on this event, with thousands and thousands of opposing crazy opponents, mm-hmm. they didn't have a high security. So that just raises kind of question that maybe maybe they wanted something to happen or maybe they it was, you know... Maybe you think they wanted something to happen knowing that some of them were going to die? Well, if, if they didn't, they would, they would have... Uh, you know, more security and fences. But has that ever happened before in the history of America? Like, like the DNC during, you know, 2011, during the DNC in Tampa, they had giant structures of fences and security. But during this, you know, during the January 6th, there was little security. Come on. Come on, man. Well, had this ever, the Capitol building of America, had it ever right. been attacked and mobbed like that before? Well, the Black Panthers in uh, the 60s came in there with AR-15s and guns. Black Panthers ain't ca- didn't come into the Capitol building. They've been wiped out yeah. that, they, that they came in there in the 60s. Uh, don't, in the 60s. don't even come here with that. Don't even, don't even try. Don't even Just try Google. that. No. They would have been wiped out in 10 seconds. They have so. guns. They have guns. Okay. That's fine. Google it. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right, the closing line, 972-647-1893. All right. Who do we have, Pierre? Uh, we have uh, Casey Thomas. Casey, Casey Thomas, Thomas? Uh, councilman on the uh, city councilman on yes. the line of four. All right, we, we got you. All right. Uh, good morning, Councilman Thomas. Good morning, Pastor Boy. How you doing? Fine. You doing all right? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. I wanted to call. I wanted to call in this morning and invite you and the entire community out. Next Saturday, we're having an event called Night Out at the Ballpark. Many of our uh, residents of the city of Dallas do not know at Keats Park we have a beautiful softball complex. Mm-hmm. And so now that things are getting better, plus it's an outside event, we want to invite the community out to Keats mm-hmm. Park. Going to be at the softball complex. It starts at three thirty to nine thirty p.m. Mm-hmm. Everything is free. Free food oh. and games. We're going to oh, have a lot of softball games. Oh. Entertainment. We got a band, a DJ. We're getting the free COVID nineteen vaccines from three thirty to five o'clock. Doing breast cancer mam- uh, mammogram screening, hosted by Parkham Mobile. The uh, uh, mammogram. Mammography, I'm sorry, unit. And this is, of course, a service of breast cancer awareness in month. Mm-hmm. And, uh, month and we ask everyone, just bring your lawn chairs. We'll have a great time. It's going to be similar to a national night outside the event, except it's going to be open mm-hmm. for the entire community, especially those who live in Oak Cliff. Uh, it's a beautiful complex. Our good friend, Brother Curtis Wilford, is the interim manager of the softball complex. It's okay. A great opportunity. A lot of people don't even know we have a softball complex over there in Oak Cliff. So okay. I'm excited to host this with the Park and Recreation Department. That's very nice. That's very nice. Now, is that 3 o'clock next Saturday or 3.30? What did you say? Yeah. 3.30 next Saturday. 3.30. We'll till 9.30. Next Saturday till 9.30. Yeah. All right. Six hours of fun. Uh-huh. Fun and food, huh? Fun and food. Free food, free fun. A family event, so please bring the kids out. Let them come out and watch some softball. Everything is free. All right, thank you, thank you very much. You're welcome. Right. Uh-huh. Thank you. 
All right, the clear is 972-647-1893. All righty, who do we have, Pierre? We have uh, Andrew on the line, too. Andrew? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Pastor Lede. Good morning. Yes. How are you? Pastor Lede, no, uh, wrong is wrong and right is right. Uh, I have a 12-year-old daughter, and I am not going to let a transgender sexual change or whatever it may be changed, a young man play against my daughter in those sports. He has male hormones. I don't care if he get it cut off. I don't care how many injections he takes. He still has male hormones. So that means he, a woman is more, uh, how you say, more sensitive, not sensitive, but delicate than a male. And a young girl is more. Uh, uh, your, your, your phone on because of whatever, uh, I mean, radio on or something is almost drowning you out. Okay. I'm yeah, off cut it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Uh, he was more, they're more delicate than a male. I don't care. As a male, even if he's a thin male, uh, not well-built male, you know, like not stocky, mm-hmm. he still have more characteristics in his genes. So I would not let my daughter play, and I wouldn't let him play against my daughter. I don't care if they call him a he, a she, uh, a she or whatever it may be. Uh, but that wrong is wrong. And we're so sensitive now in America and in society. We're scared we're going to hurt somebody's feelings. We're scared uh, we better not say that to that certain group of people because uh, uh they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna not agree. They're gonna come in against us. But listen, we become wimpy, wimpy Christians. We become wimpy men in America. If we don't stand for something, we're gonna fall for everything that come our way. Now, is this a, a demasculation of males to you? Yes, it is. Hmm. Yes, it is. It is, it is, it is males, why, not all males want to become this and want to do this, Getting but the more. ones that do, they're giving up what God has placed them here to do, to be a male, to be a provider. Well, okay, I thank you. Thank you for your call. That's another one on that side. All righty. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the number to call. Who do we have, uh, Pierre? We have uh, Dave on uh, lane three. Alrighty. Good morning, Dave. How you doing, brother Barnett? Fine. How are you this morning? Oh, I got peace of mind, just like I have every every second that I die. I get more peace of mind than the last second I live. Mm-hmm. That's been about three or four seconds, man. You done talked. I got more peace of mind than I had when you first asked me how I was doing. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Brother Barnett, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be having this conversation of a transgender and all of this. See, in 1993, the LBGT League was formed with gays and lesbians, transgender and bisexuals. They had a, a march created by Jesse Jackson and Senator Kennedy. And if you had not become Democrat, 
which is a liberal way of thinking. You wouldn't have all this transgender stuff. Man. The draft rose again. That was a power cry through black people and be, be, becoming Democrats. And, and you don't become a Democrat and you got all of these liberal thinking. You got to deal with it now. The Bible very clear. Three verses, scriptures in the Old Testament, two in the New Testament, that said that if a man and a man lay together, a woman wanted to kill them. That's what the Bible said. It said, kill them. And you didn't do that. That's the reason I know that you, you hypocrites. You don't believe what the Bible say, but you proclaim to be a Christian. And you should, so you can see what America's thinking is. It ain't a Christian nation of people. It's Babylon. This ain't no Christian. Our grandmother was Christians, but this thing that they got now, this black African American that came into existence in 1970, 51 years of history he got, this is what has created the man you done sit here and watch. So the that's when you could tell that man, you don't know nothing what you're talking about in 1960. The Black Panthers would have been annihilated. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm not looking for a referendum on homosexuality. I'm just trying to see, is there any validity to having girls to play, say, a rough sport like football or even basketball or track or anything like that? <laughs> they compete. We told a man's head off their body. If you was a football player, you 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 can't compete with no man. And you you a girl. I wish a female would have come out on the bed. I'd have broke up. <laughs> Why did you go compete against the ball? You can't compete against liberal democratic thinking. That's what y'all are, Democrats. And that's that thing that comes out of that system. All that's right. That's what it is. All right. I hear you. All right. Okay. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. Who do we have here? We have uh, Beverly on uh, line one. What's the name? Beverly. Beverly. All righty. Good morning, Beverly. How are you doing this morning? Fine. How are you this morning? I'm fabulous this morning. But this, let me say this on that. <clears throat> I feel like, now, I don't feel. I know if the wrestlers have their own wrestling match with females, they don't, they don't mix. Best, I mean, why, why are we having this conversation about these folks wanting to do what they do? I know back in the day, they didn't call them transgenders. They called them what they call those girls, uh, what, what they call those girls, tomboys. You have a lot of tomboys can whoop somebody, but but they need to be in their own. Our women be together. Our well, men be together. Even with the tomboy, there's a lot of them as men. Once they get to a certain age, they're not strong enough to whip males. That's why I say they need their own. But at the same boy. time, but at the same time, uh, at a smaller age. Some little girls are actually stronger and faster than boys. Exactly. Most boys. Now, even at no age, are they as strong or fast as, say, elite athletes, boys that are elite athletes. They never 
at, at, at any age. I've never seen one that could beat a boy at any. It's just uh, a matter of we are, are we finagling with our children when they when we do certain things or what is it? What's going on? I look at Muhammad Ali, his daughter wrestled. It's a lot of females wrestling. Are they in there wrestling? She team? she boxed. I know he had one was a boxer. But uh, you take Kobe Bryant's daughter, she could play basketball with those boys. Uh, but uh, I, I tell you what, put her on hold. And uh, you're going to hold, we got to take a short break and we'll be right back. All right. Yeah, what's up? It's, I'm gonna kick it with the line, y'all know. All right, we're back already. We had a call on the line. Where is she still there? Beverly, yeah. Yeah, Beverly. Uh-huh. I'm here. All right, you're I'm there? Here. Yeah. Now, now what you were you what saying? About, you know what I say about that? Have their own... Um, Sorry. <laughs> it's, not, it's not what you do, it's the way you do it. Mm-hmm. And they need their own... Uh, what word is that I need? The only yeah, that's that's what I only think I can come up with that make everybody happy. Yeah, we, we have, let them have their own league. Yeah, yeah. give them their own league. But to play against boys, I I know I wouldn't have wanted my daughters to play against boys. I wouldn't either. No, uh, I wouldn't but, either. But they said they're transgender, so they call females. Yeah, they need their transgenders uh, on stuff. Yeah. All righty. I thank Have you for your one. call. Uh-huh. Take a look at the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have up here? And we have a concern citizen. Who? Concern citizen. That's the name he gave me. All right. Good morning. Hello. Uh, good, mo- good morning. Yes, uh-huh. Go right ahead. It's not she, it's a he. And uh, I thank you, Joe. I thank you for you. I thank God for you. And mm-hmm. uh, Reverend Barnett, our God is so good. He showed us, uh, it, it, it lead us back to uh, Solomon Gomorrah. Mm-hmm. And, and our days are just fulfilling, and ev- everything is just—I I, I don't know—it just seems to be busting open. And uh, I wonder, I, this LGB, whatever that, that those letters are—it makes mm-hmm. me think about uh, what's happening in the jails and and stuff like that. People got a change of mind, a change of heart, and. Everything and I just, mm-hmm. I, I I just can't put my finger on it. I, I think a male uh, should cover his territory as being a male. A woman cover their territory as being a woman. But when you start doing and allowing all everything to go on, you in trouble. We in trouble when we allow all this mess to be going on. All right. Why did you use Sodom and Gomorrah? Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, Reverend Barnett, you remember, uh, uh, they went and said they didn't want women. They wanted their men. Mm-hmm. But God, God ended up destroying Sodom and Gomorrah. 
He sure did. But that wasn't because of homosexuality. I know what the popular belief is, but go read. Go read Ezekiel 13th chapter. It outlines the reason why God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. It's the only place in the Bible. And it says it because they neglected the poor, the downtrodden, the widows, and the orphans. Believe me. Go back and read it. It tells you exactly why. I know what's popular and what everybody, a lot of people think. But that but, really but is, just, is uh, a gross when misinterpretation. I when hmm? I uh, mentioned Solomon Gomorrah, I just think about uh, that's where a lot of stuff started. I mean, you can just just think about it. Those those men went and asked for Solomon's, not his daughters, for men. And those were men asking for men. Yes. Uh, you know, it's just... Uh, our world is just topsy-turvy. Mm-hmm. But God got it. Yeah. God, God got it. All right. Okay, thank you. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. All righty. Who do we have, uh, Pia? We have uh, Sojourner on uh, line two. All righty. Good morning, Sojourner. Good morning. Good morning. Uh I don't know if it had anybody has mentioned it. We have an election coming up. There are some propositions that need to be voted on, and I would just like the community to be... No, we're that. not talking about that right now. Yeah, we're going to okay. cover that. Okay. But we, right. We'll eventually get to it. Thank you for calling and reminding, but we're, we're discussing something else. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you very much. All righty. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have here? We have Bill, Bill and uh, line one. Bill, yeah. all righty. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Pastor Mark. I'm sorry about that. I, I could hear you all ago, but you couldn't hear me. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yes, I, I, I think I think you're right. I think my opinion is they should have their own league. You know, I'm not, you know, uh, of the belief that they should play with, Girls, or you know, or women, they should have their only. That's where I stand on that. Well, that's the uh, only thing I could come up with that would uh, I satisfy most people uh, that they have their own league. Because if the uh, the strength and speed is not decreased when a when a, a person changed their gender, that would be unfair to put boys out there with girls. Yeah. It would be very unfair to my daughter, you know, if I, if she works hard and, and just uh, tries to excel in the sport or whatnot, and then, you know, have, have a counterpart, which was a male at one time, do the same, you know, uh, work and whatnot, of course he's going to be a little faster, he's going to be a little stronger, and no matter how hard she works, he's always going to be, or she is always going to be faster, bigger, and stronger. Always. Yeah. But that's, that's why they should have their own league. And on uh, on the January 6th insurrection, you were talking about, I, I caught a little piece of that. Uh, you were talking about him not wanting to uh, allow Bannon to testify or he's not testifying or whatnot. No, he refuses to. Well, then he should go to jail, just like anybody else would. You know, uh-huh. and, and he should go straight to jail. Yeah. But the Republicans, I, I just don't understand why they don't, they, they don't, I mean, I guess I do understand it. 
and it, it, it's all it, you know the whole insurrection was racial anyway you know it, it was right. it, it was because of uh, you know wanting to stay in power and whatnot but uh, he should he'd be hell accountable don't be don't the Democrats are so afraid to don't be afraid hold yeah. him accountable hold yeah. him accountable because they certainly are not afraid of they ought to have him in the slammer right now I'm having their slammer right now. And then if you want to protest, there you go. Outside, follow the rules of protesting. Right, you know? right. And, and, mm-hmm. But, you know, if it, if it had been a black person, a person of color. Oh, man, you know? we, we oh, never would have made it to the White House. I mean, to the Capitol <laughs> building. They would have been killed out there in those streets. So, well, yes, like this has know. racial overtones, everything, biases, all of this. That's for Bannon to do what he's doing, what if that had been a a black man done that? Oh my God, he, <laughs> he he wouldn't be he wouldn't be with us any longer. No, he'd be gone. But thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. They close the line nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have here? We have uh, Patricia on uh, line two. All right. Good morning, Patricia. Good morning, great man of God. I just have mm-hmm. a quick example for people that do not understand. When I was in high school, I ran track. I was very good. My coach would make me practice with the boys. Could I keep up with them? No, but I gave them a run for their money. But on competition, <laughs> would you ever want anything with the boys? I- not against the boys. No, not against the boys. Well, see, that's that's unfair boys. not to give you an opportunity, you know, to let you run against the girls where you could come in first, a second, or no, get a no, third, get a middle. my point, Pastor Barnett. I did. He made me practice with the boys. That made you better. Day, mm-hmm. I ran with the girls and I blew their wigs back. Do you hear me? Yeah, and I, I hear you. Uh-huh. It, yeah, there, there is a difference. I, I practiced with the young men, but I competed against girls, and I won. And it was only to make me better. He saw mm-hmm. my potential. But no, girls should not be competing with boys, and boys should not be competing with girls. I had no win when I ran with the boys, but I, it made me stronger and better. But when I ran against the girls, I won, and I saw what he was doing afterwards, would I be mad? Yes, I didn't want to run with those boys because I knew I couldn't win. I knew I couldn't win. But his goal was to only make me better. We should compete against the gender that we are. I remember, uh, You do you remember Wilma Rudolph, you old enough remember? Oh, yes, I do. That's why I wanted to run track. <laughs> because of Wilma Rudolph. Yes, I do. She was the fastest yeah. woman in the world. She, in fact, she'd run yeah. off and leave. The second be probably usually would be 10, 10, 10 yards behind her, 10, 10 meters mm-hmm. behind her. But yeah. at 14, I could have to run her. See? Uh, I, I mean, it's just, I, I, I compare the times. Uh, it's just certain things in life just was not meant to be. Do we? Is it we don't like to we don't like to face things like that? No, we don't. But we should. Um, and what the gentleman was saying earlier, I didn't catch his name, but we don't want to face the fact of what the reality of what the Word of God says. When we start facing what the reality of what is written on the pages of that Bible, 
I think we'll be a better nation. We have just too much freedom. Too much freedom. Uh, okay. I thank you. I thank you for your call. That clears thank the line nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do you have here? We have uh, Joe on uh, line four. Joe? Joe, yeah. Joe? Joe. All right. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Reverend Ed. How you doing? Fine. How are you doing? Oh, good, good, good. Look, it, this is over in uh, your wheelhouse. Well, you're all over the place, but uh, on the religious side, I deep it. I, this seems like it would be a, the most beautiful time for your evangelicals, your religious leaders, uh, mm -hmm. the Bible thumpers, and all of the above. But it's not really that way. It seems to be more confusion, more denial, more silence. And, you know, as the old saying goes, they say in silence there is complicity to the mess. Mm -hmm. But but that's what you see. It's in the White House. It's out in the regular community. It's in the outhouse. Everybody is trying to kind of make it fit their little special interests or their little special party. And you can't have it that way. But going back to my original, uh, this seems like this would be the most beautiful time for your religious leaders to step Boldly forward and take a stand. Girls playing with boys, boys playing with girls. Take a definitive stand on that. Let it be biblically based with facts, as many facts you can pack into it. The same thing with the White House and with Trump and the Democrats and Republicans fighting about January 6th insurrection. Let the, where are our religious leaders? They are quiet. Old Jeffrey's downtown. You don't hear anything from him? I don't think, uh, Joe, you want to hear from Jeffries. I, I, I think you'd be very upset you heard from Jeffries and for a whole lot of these right-wing uh, so-called evangelical Christians. I think you'd be awfully upset if you heard from them because yeah, well, well, their well, mentality. Yeah, yeah you, you're right on Jeffrey. That was kind of like a pun, but because you say that Trump was God's little executioner, and uh, he said he think he was sent here to lead the nation. So we had four years of mess under Trump. He almost drove the clown demo, the democracy clown car off the cliff, mm -hmm. and he's still trying. But again. For all of, you know, I asked you some weeks ago, and I'll, I'll try to make it brief. I asked you some weeks ago, why there are so many churches in the poor communities? And you say, you know, where there's the people of the, the sickness, there's the greater need, and what have you. But again, this, if for preachers, religious leaders, or what have you, this seemed like it would be an ideal time because we got problems all around. But they yeah, are quiet. about that. And you don't, and everybody you meet now, they pretend to be a preacher or a lawyer, mm -hmm. and they come to find out they are neither of the above. <laughs> But uh, I mean, for a, somebody really want to be a preacher or a religious leader, man, what a beautiful time! But I don't see it. I do not see it. I find a lot of foolishness. Maybe, maybe God's calling you. Uh, well, I tell you what, I probably will be killed after probably a couple of sermons because I think I talk too straight. Well. I'd probably be assassinated in a pulpit. <laughs> have a good day. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you have a good day. All righty. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. I tell you what, we're going up against a, a, a short break, and we'll be right back.
Yeah, what's up? It's I'm gonna kick it with the line, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like Here we go. Well, it's time to make that change. Pull up the world today, are fading. All of us have our. Nano? Hello? Yeah, we are in the air. We got dead air. Yes, we're here. Now, now yeah. it's on. All right, there we go. All righty, 972-607-1893 is the number to reach us, but we'd like to thank you for being with us in hour number two of Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marianne Barnett, your host. I'm also the senior pastor of Heavenly Joy Church. Tomorrow morning, 9.30, we stream on Facebook, Marianne Barnett Senior. This is how you stream with us, and we are inviting you warmly to come stream with us come have service with us tomorrow morning tomorrow morning and there were some other things we'd like to come in the police chief in Arlington who immediately fired that policeman for killing that man when it was needless is the film show and anybody with common sense see that that killing was needless we're glad to see see that and uh, it's just so much going on uh, that, that the people there in the village out there that was, that, 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 that somebody shot, they say, and blowed something off on a stove that caused the explosion in the apartments out in the Highland Hills village. Uh, there are people there, they say, have no place to stay now because others have withdrawn from it since they realized that there was a big argument and a fight or something going on and the man shot and caused this ex- explosion when the door was open. There were a lot of, that's just uh, so much going on. There's just so much going on. All righty, let's go to our phone lines and uh, we have, you told me the name, I forgot it. <laughs> yeah, we, we have uh, Claudia on the line too. Claudia. Yeah. Okay. Good morning, Claudia. Hello. Yes, good morning. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Good. good morning. Hello, Dr. Barnett. How are you? Fine. How are you? Mm-hmm. I'm fine. This is Claudia Fowler. Claudia. Okay. Uh, okay. Good morning, Claudia. Good morning. Uh, hearing, uh, got asked to call in this morning about the um, apartment explosion survivors, if you will, over in the Holland Hill apartment. Uh-huh. Uh, an update, everyone has now uh, been pulled out of the hotel. Um, everyone does have shelter, um, either in the apartments back at Holland Hill or they found um, new you know, found new homes or other apartments to go to. Um, after the um, discovery the other day, uh, it was a criminal act that actually triggered the mm-hmm. explosion. Mm-hmm. Uh, the city of Dallas um, has pulled out. Uh, they had already acknowledged that on the 19th of October, they were going to be pulling out anyway, and everyone should have uh, been on the um, route to find housing, uh, whether it was DHA, whether you, you know, were paying full rent uh, or whatever. So they were going to pull out on the 19th, but they did extend a couple more days uh, because mm-hmm. there were some issues with some people. But after the uh, discovery, like I said, of the criminal uh, element that was um, surrounded, uh, that surrounded the explosion, mm-hmm. uh, then they have pulled out altogether. But so, the, these people uh, have found uh, housing, right? 
Yesterday, I found housing. Good, um, good, good, um, good. I found, mm-hmm. Yeah, all the families are now, um, you know, um, have found housing. Uh, and on tomorrow, we're going to be doing a pretty big event for them called, you know, Sunday Fun Day, where we're going to have vendors out. Mm-hmm. We're going to have uh, food on yesterday. Mm-hmm. The Dallas Police Department did uh, big feed, I think, by 200 people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have um, feeding again tomorrow. And right now... You know, if people want to donate, you know, uh, we've heard from, of course, the Omega South Five Fraternity Incorporated. We've heard from them as well as mm-hmm. other uh, people in the community, uh, for Oak Cliff and a couple of more. Uh, these are gift cards, toiletries, uniforms. We Remember, we do still have children there that did lose um, uniforms and, and all that in the explosion. Mm-hmm. Household furniture, mm-hmm. household essentials. Items, you know, kitchen cookware, mm-hmm. uh, new bedding bags, wipes, pull-ups, and diaper size five, six, and seven, pull-up size two, three, four, and five. So, you know, just basic essential things that people need for every day right. to get by with everyday living. Right. Uh, the gift cards, um, now we have distributed some gift cards, and they are using them for, of course, food and gas. Well, where where can people uh, drop this stuff off? Okay, we're going to be at 5850 at the site of the explosion tomorrow at 12 o'clock. Or they can call me at 214-607-6461. Or call into your show, you know, your your number. And they can either leave a name and a message and and I guess... um, We'll show put it out there. Yeah, because I'm glad to hear that they have housing. I was called and told that uh, they were out and... They had no housing, so, uh, but what, uh, I'm glad to hear that. But now we need to supply them because uh, you have people that lost everything, didn't they? Yes, sir. We had several families that lost everything they had, you know, in the explosion as well mm-hmm. as the, mm. you know, building collapsing. You know, we're also supporting right. the Dallas Fire Department and therefore uh, first responders that, that, you know, that were hurt. Uh, we have, you know, uh, been bringing water and food to to mm-hmm. their local station as well. It's from the Women of Excellence and um, another group in Highland Hill mm-hmm. um, uh, that have been sponsoring them. Uh, superstars, I can't think of the name, but Sister Nikki, I'll just put it like that. They yeah. have been sponsoring uh, things with the fire department. Also sponsoring the family, job opportunities, and young assistance is always needed. They do need some help in paying, you know, paying their rent. So, right. you know, we're just kind of like asking for the whole global wrap around for, for them. Of course, prayers are always needed. And, you know, you know, mm-hmm. if anybody is hiring, um, uh, let them know we have men that want to go to work and need to go to work. Some people have actually lost their jobs when they were at the hotel because their employers didn't want to cooperate with them. And I'm going to get with you offline mm-hmm. about that because I think some legal action needs to be taken right. when, you know, right. I know we're at a at-will state, but when you are in a situation mm-hmm. and your employer well, finds you because you can't no. get to work, your car is still over there at the site, yeah. you know, it's kind, of, it's kind of a bad thing to do to an individual. Yes. Didn't Councilman uh, Tanel Atkins, didn't he uh, come out there uh, uh, representing the city? Uh, they did some yeah, things. Yes, sir. Councilman Atkins uh, did come uh, to the explosion site. He came to the um, hotel, I believe, once. He came to the hotel. And then, of course, he had a press conference at City Hall that Sunday following 
um, the following the explosion to explain, you know, what the city of Dallas was going to do. They did pay for the hotels, like I said, up until day before yesterday. Mm-hmm. They provided three meals for them a day. Mm-hmm. Um, there were other vendors to date, and um, um, uh, uh, several other people also sponsored meals for them. Um, you know, during the, um, you know, during the uh, offset. Um, a cheese barbecue, and you know, mm-hmm. the uh, brand new bistro. So it was several people that came through from you know, from the community. And right. one thing I, I did right. want to say, everyone, that I, you know, as I was there with them every day, I did have a question on why there were no minority vendors that were being paid to sponsor food or whatever mm-hmm. for the residents. I didn't see not one minority vendor come through. And again, that's an offline conversation, but I do want to put it out there because I did ask why was there no minority vendors that you all were paying for breakfast for 300 people, lunch for 300 people, and dinner for 300 people. And that could have been money, you know, in, in, the, in the black community to black businesses. So right. there, are some, there are some questions that I, I have put on the table and I want them to be uh, answered, you know, or responded to because, like I said, there's just some things that I think with the city of Dallas, uh, the city that I love, you know, play, churching or whatever, and I think that they, they could have been, I won't say better managed because, like I told them from the very beginning, Pastor Barnett, this was nothing that you could have prepared for. This was not a tornado no. or a typhoon. No, or this is something totally unexpected. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, totally unexpected to see a building blow up and, you know, you lose everything you have within minutes. So, like I said, we need total wraparound services for the people. Now, not my son was on ground from day one mm-hmm. uh, with OEM. Uh, you know, there were other people that, you know, of course, that, that did come through. But I have to give it to not my son, to Monica Brown and her team. Uh, they, they were there every day and, you know, helping to facilitate because when you... Don't know where where you where your your home is going to be. You've lost everything. You need someone there to guide and facilitate mm-hmm. and, and and to help. You know, uh, Mount Tabor came through with the donations. Greater New Hope came through. Bonaire Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were very helpful as well. So we've had the you know, Holy Cross Catholic Church. So we had several churches in the in that, and that is also State Rep. Tony Rose's church. You know, uh, Mount, uh, I, I, I'm really uh, glad uh, that Claudia that. Uh, you give the church some credit because it looks like everything come down. People are critical of the church, and there are a lot of times churches do every, do a lot of things that people don't know about, and uh, they they seem to really come down on it when the the, the people that really helped, just like other people, uh, other groups, are the church members. Because when I first saw the thing. It was a big uh, food giveaway there on Bonaire's, uh, right there on the lawn of Bonaire. It was all wrapped around the building. So many, so much food, boxes, and, and giveaways and things. They did. The church did respond. So I'm glad oh, you gave it. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you know, Mark Cuban's heroes. Um, you know, Trina Terrell Andrews have to give it to Mark Cuban and his team. They um, had a. Um, had a blessing giveaway over at the Mark over the Mark Cuban Heroes Building on Bonneview. Several of them were able to, you know, mm-hmm. get together. And I have to say, the residents, if you didn't have a car, come on, ride with me. I was, you know, I went here and said, "Girl, come on, get in the car with me. We're gonna go over here. Come on, brother, we got you." You know, so it was just a camaraderie 
that they showed with each other in the time, especially in the middle of a pandemic, like I said, back to the churches. Well, the churches, a lot of churches have been closed, Pastor Bonnick, you know, due to the pandemic. And, you know, a lot of them don't really have the resources as if they were still open. But, like I said, I'll give it to, you know, Mount Tabor and, and Kabon, you know, Bon Air and, you know, the Greater New Hope Church and Holy Cross were coming through for the community the way they did. You know, I was, as a church service, I'm going to always give a prop to, you know, to God's people. Yes, all right. I thank you, and I thank you for your call and information. All right, that clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have? And we have uh, Councilman uh, Tinel Atkins on uh, line three. All righty. Good morning, Councilman. Good morning, Reverend Bernard. How you doing this lovely morning? I'm fine. I'm fine. It's wonderful. It's a beautiful well, day. Bernard, I just, I just want to call in and, and, and clarify a whole lot of information about the people of Howland Hill. One thing I can say about the city of Dallas, we, we stood up, and, mm-hmm. and again, I think you're a Bonaire Church, and Bonaire Church, you know, started giving uh, real cause everything to the resident. But mm-hmm. there's a whole lot of residents that did not get taken care of, but there's a whole lot of other apartments, you know, like, and stay up village to take advantage of this situation. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I want to put it out there. I mean, the people at Highland Hills apartment, the city of Dallas did a wonderful job. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was not our responsibility, but we did take on ourselves with taxpayer money to make sure these people was in shelter. Mm-hmm. They have hotels. They had free food. They had rough round service. Mm-hmm. They had all the ministries that we done that. Even yeah. though even though they had transferred from one hotel to the next hotel, they made sure that we got food at the hotel. All now, when right. we went to the Anato Hotel, mm-hmm. we could not bring food to the hotel. We had to buy food from the Anato, and we served them breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. So I want to make sure that understood. We could not bring food in the Anato Hotel. The other, the other hotel, we could let us bring food in. Mm-hmm. Then when they left the Anna Hotel, we also put them in the state which they could provide a place they can cook their own food, their own meal. Uh, one thing people forget about it, I also talked to DISD to make sure DISD picked those children up to take those kids to school. Mm-hmm. But most of the kids did not go to school and we forgot about the kids. You know, we, we ain't yeah. talking about the kids that school out. Uh-huh. And, and now we are working with DISD to make sure kids get caught up in their classes. Mm-hmm. There have been numerous uh, non-profits, uh-huh. numerous uh, 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 churches, Bonner and Mount Tabor particularly, and, and Holy Cross, mm-hmm. and a whole lot of uh, independent people who want to give money. We got a manifest that is out there. You can contact my office, OEM. They got a manifest. We want anybody who want to give, we want them to give directly to those residents, not just give to the, a non-profit, and we cannot monitor, we cannot audit the non-profit. I, and I asked and told every mm-hmm. non-profit who out there, who help these people how to feel church, we are going to audit, I'm going to ask who did you help? Because many of those people how to here did not get help, and a whole lot of non-profits said, well, we did help them, Reverend Burnett. And well, I, I, I'm so glad y'all giving the, the religious community uh, you know, you, you, some recognition you know, out there because when this thing come down, I guarantee you there are a lot of people who will be saying them churches didn't do anything. And, uh, that's correct. Yeah. And, 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 and you were there with Bunner Church. We have people at SL mm-hmm. Village that yeah. we were getting gift cards at SL Village apartment over there, mm-hmm. and they were not part of the damage. That's, so that resource went to the resources that they should not have. 
They should not have got that. But we gave in a way. Yeah. So, yeah. So I make in fact, that lady, one lady you were talking to when I walked up, wasn't she from Estelle Village? Yes. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I was wondering. Seemed like the, some people are honing in on this thing that's really not for them, but y'all went on and gave them. You, uh, you gave that lady something. <laughs> uh, you know, but that's that's just a, that's human nature. I guess people that's do that. But, 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 but I want to say that we did help, and, and, and this was apartment owner responsibility for this, doing most of this stuff. Yeah. And, and, and we're going to hold apartments accountable for this, too. You know, I think they they got to reimburse us some of my money back. Yeah. You know, because it was their responsibility. It definitely was. That's taxpayer money. Yeah, thank you. I'm up against a short break, and uh, thank you for your call and comment. And uh, you can reach us at 972-647-1893. We're going to take calls as soon as we get back. We'll be right back. Thank you very much. Yeah, what's up? It's all right, we're back and we are ready to go for with hour number two. Again, we'd like to invite you to stream with us tomorrow morning, 9.30. Marion Barnett Sr. on Facebook tomorrow morning. Come have service and enjoy the Lord with us. All righty, Pierre, who do we have on the line? We have uh, Imani on uh, line three. Imani, yeah. all righty. Good morning, Imani. Good morning, Pastor. How you doing? Fine. How are you doing? Oh, man, every Saturday I'm going to a funeral now. Yeah, oh, Lord, that's a lot of people dying. Oh, you, you're so right, Imani. Right, but I'm... I, yeah, what I'm doing now, Pastor, remember we, st- remember we started at your church, Solution and Action Today? Yeah, that's right. In fact, wow. that's how we got the started the job line and all of that. We're going to have to get that back. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, they'll call in, and then people mute me everywhere. You should have talked about this. You should have talked about, and they, I, they want me to talk about everything. There are other shows that have come on over the years that they didn't critique like that was on sometimes twenty hours a week and ten hours a week. I only have two hours in one week. You only have two hours. And you know, I got here in Creole this morning. My participant last week had something. And here's the key: we won't go back. It's like when you go in the doctor's office. The first thing they ask you: what, what about your past? Did your mama have this? Did your daddy had this? We don't want to know our past. And our past is Doctor Buffett is God. We don't want to know who God really was. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's why right. that's why you got all these uh, hundreds of churches over there where y'all giving all this food up. They got all those churches enclosed, and you got all those 2,000 people downtown 
homeless with no place to stay, and all the churches are closed. But the key is that everybody at my group is studying why are they all closed and why are all the liquor stores across the streets open? Who is pulling the string on this faith-based initiative? you got uh, Dr. What's the name, right? And sometimes you got to look behind the curtains and see who pulling the, who the puppeteers are. And mm-hmm. that's our problem. We want we want not have our solution. We want we don't have a faith tank. It's a big one, larger one. And when we do, we still come in with our own opinions and still listening to everybody mm-hmm. within a reasonable time. Like we started at your church. Mm-hmm. And, well, he, and he, 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 here's back. what, here's what. In a church setting, people will sit close to each other, talk to each other, even hug and kiss one another in a church setting. At a liquor store, they come in, you know, one, two, or three, whatever, at a time, go to the register and get their, their drink and, and hit their door. It's, they're two different settings. The church people, if you go back and look at it, I would bet $1,000 to a dollar that most of the black people that have died from COVID-19 attended church. Because there's one denomination that COVID almost wiped out the whole hierarchy of that church because they said they weren't going to shut their church down. They were going to continue to have church, and they did. And most of those preachers that did that are dead today. Right. It's good that people hug one another and shake hands and do all of this. Right. But, right. but there's a time and a place for all things. But sometimes well, this you know, is not the time to do this because right, this thing uh, is contagious. And, uh, well, here's what I've been tested. I've been going to the Salvation Army. My sister's down. She's a counselor at the Salvation Army on alcoholism, drugs, and stuff. And they died. Actually, if you go to Parkland and ask them to pull out the John Doe section of the funeral, uh, the, the, the uh, you know, much where it is, mm-hmm. you'll find that all, there's a lot of people that's dying on the street from hunger. And yeah. down on mentally illness, and down, we have more of them dying than we are in the churches. So most yeah. of the church is not open, and mm-hmm. I know that for experience, but we, we have to have a faith cake. And that's why I was supposed to be in Florida a couple of weeks with Dr. Anderson, Dr. Bush Watkins, Ice Cube will be there. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of us are urgent, and we're going down there, we got a faith tank. we actually figuring out what do we need to do to save our people, and President Biden won't even let us in the White House right now. We got a great plan. We got the money and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, the, 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 it's so much. You, see, you've hidden on the thing, corruption. It's so much corruption in on this earth now, especially in America, that people are suffering needlessly. It's just like the Bible describes the last days. That would be uh, needless suffering, needless protest for one will turn against the other, sister against brother, father against son, daughter against mother. Uh, the Bible speaks of things like this, and we have to understand that, that, that these, these are perilous times, and we are going to have to stand up and do what's right. You're doing some good things. You're studying and trying to work and get the point out to everyone that uh, we're going to have to improve or else we're going to uh, perish. Perish. My people perish from the lack, lack of knowledge. knowledge. And you're studying that w- to help us not perish. 
That's a wonderful well, word. That's a wonderful word. Yeah. Well, Pastor, one more thing I want to tell you. Uh, we got a bill now. We trying to build a railroad. Uh, hey, we got the money. We don't need their reparations. Tell them to keep it. But we got our own money now, and we try to get that rail, railroad. We can't get in the seat president. Mm-hmm. We got the most stuff we got on the table. We are tired of people promising for 400 years to give us something they never give. And mm-hmm. so we got a bill up there called Bill 40. That's uh, talking about George Ford bill. We have the, the, the other bill, the voting rights bill. We can't get them to go there, but they're always talking about keeping us on something else. So we, our people need to really come together and talk about our problems instead of just two hours trying to give it all on, you, on mm-hmm. your show. Mm-hmm. All righty. I thank you for your thank call you. and comment. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do you have, Pierre? We have uh, Isaac on line one. Isaac, all right. Good morning, Isaac. Good morning, Reverend Bardet. How are you this morning? I'm fine down here in Palestine. I got a question. You still on the same subject? You was asking about the uh, young ladies and the guys playing sports the same? Yes, uh-huh. Okay, I was going to comment on it from the mm-hmm. standpoint of... Uh, uh, back in 72, when I was out there in Vegas, I had a preacher. I went to his church, and he preached a sermon, and he said, look at your kids. He said, now, if a boy is about two or three years old, if he's not moving around, being in, in the thing, he's curious, like he said, there's nothing wrong with a child at that age being a boy because, you know, they always saying we are rough and tough and doing things. Mm-hmm. He said, now, you, your daughters, he said, look at your daughters. He said, your daughters are not doing that. He said, what's going on is your boys have a chemical and bouncing in their body, they producing that testosterone. Muscle. He said, and well, he's producing muscles for the kids down, put them to be uh, down the road further in their mm-hmm. growth. But for young ladies, he said, they are developing fatty tissues. He said, therefore, it doesn't require all that activity, like you know, the young man is moving around and staying in the. He mm-hmm. would say the kid is bad. He's not bad. He said, what's going on? He has a chemical change that's going on in his body. Where the young ladies, hers is coming on, but it's not as as hard on hers as it is on his body. Yeah. So she developed the fatty tissue, and he said it doesn't take as much your know, body to do make fatty tissues as it does to make muscle. So well, everybody, let, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Go ahead. When did all this start? The they wanting to mix and. Uh, Make the males like females, uh, females like males, and and do different things that don't seem like the the body structure was was put together for. When did all this come about? See, I well, observing. Uh, are, are you? I'll say that again. When did all this really come about? Start coming to fruition. All right. Good morning. I was saying in the in the two in, since two thousand came in. Because back in the uh, 70s and 80s, they wasn't pushing, you know, boys and girls mixing in the same sports and stuff like that. That well, just started coming in, I think. Well, under my own personal opinion, it came when we uh, integrated schools. All right, I can go with that. Cause we changed a whole lot of things. See, when we were in school to ourselves 
you never even thought about any mess like that, did you? No, because I went to all boys high school. Anyway. No, I'm talking about if you had you gone to a co-ed school, you would have never thought about anything like that, mixing the girls out there. The now, we, we, we would like to play with the girls, <laughs> with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> we would like that, but they wasn't going to have it. <laughs> they wasn't going to have it. You said the truth about when they about eight or seven, eight years old, the girls, sometimes they would whip the boys. But they could. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I got, remember a girl hit me in the back of the head with a bone, man. That girl hit me so hard, I almost knocked me crazy. And I took off running after that girl could run so fast, she ran off and left me. I, you know, there are things when you're small children that happen. But it, be, it begins to divide itself and define itself. As they get older, once they get, children get about 19, 11 years old, they, they begin to divide. And that's a natural, that's a natural process, that's all. Yeah. Mm hmm God didn't make any mistake. He made male and female, and that's just it. Yeah. Well, I don't care what man does, man cannot change what God has put, you know, what made. Mm hmm He said we can't add nothing to it, we can't take nothing away. We can keep <laughs> imitating like the devil is an imitator. Well, okay then. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh-huh. Okay, line 972-647-1893. Who do you have here? We have a councilwoman, uh, Caroline Arnold. Caroline Arnold? Two. Yes. Okay. Good morning, councilwoman. I think that her uh, radio is a little bit too loud. That's all. Councilman Arnold? I didn't make any mistake. He made male and female. No, that's the radio there. Yeah, yeah, because her her uh, radio is too too loud. She can't hear me. Are we here? Should I listen to the phone? No. Okay, let's we have to yeah. move on. She have to try to get back in. Yes. All right, that clears the line. 972-647-1893. Uh, listen to the telephone, not your radios and everything. I know it sounds loud and good on your radio, but we, it, 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 we like for you to listen to the phone and talk on the phone that way. We can hear what you have to say. All righty. All righty. Who we have, uh, Pia? We have uh, Pastor uh, Moore on uh, line one. Pastor Moore? All yes. right. Good morning, Pastor Moore. Good morning, Pastor Moore. Yes, sir. I was called because of the fact uh, our church, Calvary, Philadelphia Baptist Church, I'll give you around, and we also gave to this explosion. Yes. Uh, as like Miss Father said, we gave money to individuals as well. Good, good, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Mm hmm. Is this Joe Moore? Yes, sir. All right, Joe. I'm sure you did. You, uh, I don't, I don't doubt that. And uh, you know, we always do all year round. Mm hmm. But in yeah. my younger days, you're the one that got me on the right road doing stuff. And I want to thank you uh -huh. for leading me to faith. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you, Pastor Moore. Yes, yes. You, you, you have two churches, don't you? Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, that's wonderful. And uh, God is blessing you because he knows you will take what he gives and uh, you will bless others. That's why you're being so blessed. Yes, yeah. sir. But I'm, we, we still doing. We still doing. We still doing and going to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we need to uh, do as much and come together to build a great business community. We had a call on just a few minutes ago, uh, Imani. We need to develop businesses and different things like that. We have great minds and everything that's needed to be a great nation of people, and God called us as a great nation of people, for we are the children of Israel. And uh, we must, we must uh, do certain things uh, and have uh, progressive leaders like you to be out there with us, okay? Well, I want to thank you. I want to thank you. All right. Thank you, Pastor Moore. Uh, all right. Thank you. All right, take a listen line, 972-647-1893. We are about to go to a break, and we're going to take the break, and uh, we'll come back for our last segment. So you can reach us at 972-647-1893. We're going to break, and uh, we'll be right back. All right, we on. All right, we on. This is our last segment, and uh, I'd like to just have to commemorate and think about something that's deeply hurtful to me. Uh, today is my uh, grandson that passed. Today is his birthday. He would have been uh, 22 today. He would have been 22 today. And uh, well, those things, it's just, growing up, I never realized. I didn't realize because I, I was so close to my grandmother and everything. I didn't realize grandparents sometimes are closer to their grandchildren than they are to their children. That's just one of those things, the observations I have to make. Because God knows I... I love my grandchildren when I did my children. And I, I, I tell my children that I love you. I love your children when I did y'all. I guess you get older and wiser and everything. God bless all grandparents. We need to have a grandparents day. Something for grandparents calling you together. You're older and wiser. And easier to deal with in most cases. All right, let's go to uh, our phone lines. Uh, who do we have on the line, Pierre? We have a councilwoman Caroline Arnold on uh, line two. All right. Good morning, councilwoman. Good morning. Yes, uh, you got a you have a powerful radio. I could hear myself over your radio, but not good. This here, okay. <laughs> I'm talking straight on my line, but I did want to let you know that we still have you in our thoughts and prayers. We love you very much. You and your family. Yes. Pray for you. Yes. So Thank you. To, Thank you very much. No problem. So mm -hmm. we want to also, I just want to remind anyone, uh, everyone to check their mail because we were supplying from the Redbird Health Center 
are located in the Redbird Hall, 3560 West Camp Wisdom Road, next to a store in Redbird. And, you know, Parkland has opened up a new facility, a satellite there. Yes. And it's uh, work of County Commissioner John Wiley Price and the commissioner, and along with the city council members, to bring that facility uh, and other expansions in our area. So I did make sure I announced that because you have health for the entire family. They have uh, newborn services. Well, could you hold uh, one uh, one second, Councilwoman? Because yes, sir. I, I I can barely hear you. And it's, it, 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 is it, have we checked out? Yeah, I think it's, it's a your- it's a connection issue. I think it's a connection issue. Yes, maybe you, you don't okay. have enough signal. All right, uh, speak now. Let's try this. Okay. No. So Redbird. Oh, no. I can't. I, okay. I tell you what, we'll try to clear a line for, and, yep. and uh, call uh, call back because we can't really hear, can't hear what you got to say, and it sounds very important what you're saying. Uh, please uh, call us right back and see if we can get you in. All right. Okay. All right. Pierre, bring me an bring me another call today. Yeah. Okay. You gonna bring a call to there? All right. All right. Is she? Is she? All right. You, you gonna try to get you? Okay. So I, I think you, you should her. be all right. So she she moved a little bit, so she will have better signal. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Councilwoman. All right. But is that better? Yes. Keep keep talking. I'll tell you. All right. Parkland Healthcare Center is open up in the Redbird Mall, and it's now open for the public. So we have information that's, uh, that's been mailed to everyone's household, so they should check their mail. We have mental health services there, uh-huh. lab services, eye and foot care, mammograms, and pharmacy. So that's available for us. And the number to call is 214-266-5000. Okay, this, this is in Redbird Mall. You said uh, Parkland has a health center in Redbird Mall? Yes. And uh, it's put together by the Commissioner's Court and the uh, Dallas City Council working together to uh, put this on in uh, Redbird? Did right, I... so the commission, right, Commissioner Price was the one who really was the advocate for the clinic. Uh-huh. But the city of Put that money together for the for that Redbird expansion, and so it's a great partnership with mm-hmm. the city and the county. So that number once again is two one four two six six five thousand to schedule an appointment, and I think that's just great mm-hmm. as we push for health equity in the southern sector. Okay, now when when will this be open? It's open now. It's open now. Those propositions available, uh, say, next Saturday. 
Uh, yes, sir. We want to go ahead and I, I'd love to go over those uh, propositions because a lot of times our people don't turn out for uh, elections with uh, basically their propositions. Uh, they don't because they really right. don't know exactly what they're voting for. But we, we, we'll, we'll explain, try to get as yes. many people to the polls as possible. Okay. We'll do that. And last but not least, Proposition 3 is one that the religious uh, faith-based community really needs to look at because it talks about uh, local officials being able to restrict religious activity. So before we come next Saturday, maybe say we'll what? look at What did you say? Yes, sir. Say yes. that again. I didn't hear that right. Proposition 3, it talks about giving local authorities some powers that relate to limiting religious activity during certain times and we want to make sure we get a clear understanding. So uh, Representative Don Davis uh, has chaired her position, Senator West, uh, Carl Sherman, if anyone needs to clarify that, they need to do that. But also Proposition 7 talks about homestead for individuals who are married at age 55 and that their spouse that dies at age 65, if that person is disabled, we're now trying to extend homestead. So these are some very important propositions. Yes, they are. Now, those are two very important ones you just mentioned there. That affect a lot of people in our community, and I know people ought to be upset. If you say you got people trying to limit their worship service, uh, uh, am I hearing it wrong? Right, it's probably what we went through with the pandemic, you know, when the governor tried to uh, right. restrict the mm-hmm. And we want to make sure we understand that language, and that's why, and what the intent is, and that's why it's so important that our faith-based uh, right. uh, members get on that and get on it real fast. Mm-hmm. So that we know what we're voting on. All right, please, please okay. uh, call me next week. Because we got we got to have time to discuss this thing and uh, pro- the all those amendments on that proposition, so uh, we can get the word out. Because we want people to know uh, right. what's there and what they're voting for. Because sometimes they go vote for something they really don't know about oh, no. and don't like. <laughs> right. When it comes out and it hits them, then they wonder where did that come from. Well. Right. We'll do right. everything we possibly can to uh, get the word out. All right. Thank you. God bless you, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Uh-huh. Thank you. Uh, uh, Clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have here? We have uh, James from uh, Palestine. James from Palestine. All right. James, good morning. Yes, sir. Good morning. It's a pleasure always. I hadn't heard from, we hadn't talked in a while. But yes. anyway, right quick before time runs out, I always mm-hmm. thought, Reverend Burnett, we need to take a much closer look at separation of church and state. And that proposition that Councilwoman mentioned, mm-hmm. that and a lot of other concerns, because we were not at the table when they were putting all this together, This, you know, the, what's mm-hmm. going to control the government. So, it, and a lot of that is an attack upon it. And people are not paying attention on this voting, we really look, need to look at the but lieutenant governor's seat. Do our, our black politicians keep us informed about that? Are they do, do they have money to do mail-outs and different things like that to keep us informed on yes, some sir. of this mess? Because the news yes, media is not going to tell you. I can tell you that now about that's, things like that's that. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, and I think you need to go into the church and the, and the preacher because, you know, back in the day, the watch night, we know what watch night was about. Right, the yeah. Proclamation, 1861, 63, and all of that. And yeah. we need to get back to the basics. People talking about the good old days. Well, those are the good old days. They're 
getting our liberty and freedom and emancipation proclamation together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yes, as far as that, the transgender and the other thing there, you know, back in the day, this may sound offend somebody, but back then we called people like that bull daggers and things like that. And no, but that, see, that, 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 is, that is wrong to uh, talk about and abuse people yes. and uh, because they're yes, different and things like That's that. Right. And we shouldn't be God mean no and hateful toward anybody. Yes, you're right. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. And that's why we be messing up. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Yeah. So I'm, I agree with what God's saying. That's why we have to be careful about race and rich and poor and all of that. That's why we're supposed to love our enemy, love our neighbor, love those that despitefully misuse you. Go back to the Beatitudes, the Ten Commandments, all wrapped up in the two commandments that Jesus gave us. Mm-hmm. Love the Lord God and then love our neighbor ourselves. If we do that, we could fix all this stuff and do Malachi 3.10, not only with some money, but time and love to give to God's people. We all supposed to be God's children. If we, what? He said, love ye one another yeah. to each other, not for each other, but to each other. That's right. I appreciate y'all ways, and I'll make room for somebody else. And look forward okay. to talking with you again in the near future. Be blessed. All right. Thank you. That closes the line, 972-647-1893. All righty, who do you have? Uh, and uh, I tell you what, what we would do, I had not, and I wanted to, thank the chief of police in Arlington for acting like a good, true, fair, godly chief when he fired that police officer immediately. There were six bullet holes in that windshield where he killed the man. He don't know where that truck was going. It didn't look like it was coming directly toward him. But he killed this man. And I know the police association, that means the community in Arlington, you're going to have to stand behind the chief because they're the police association going to come after him because they like, they like to... Most you see across the nation love to let the police run amok and do anything they want and they're going to defend them. We know what's coming down the pike. It's been coming down the pike for years. And you should have stepping about that. But uh, that was a, a bold statement he's made. And hopefully, hopefully, the community will stand firmly behind the police chief in Arlington, Texas. I tell you what, there are other things, there were several other things I I really wanted to discuss this morning. We just, we don't have time now. I only have about five minutes and uh, we're going to get out of here. This thing here, I don't want to start another discussion. No, no, no. We have to wait till that next week and get that done. I don't want to, because we can't, if we go back to one, we'll, uh, we, we just won't do it like that this time. 972-647-1893 would be the numbers you could call to get in on this. Uh, we do have a free line, but uh, I'm just going to cut it off. Thank all of you for calling. Thank all of you for being a part of the program. May the Lord bless you and keep you. See you tomorrow morning, 9.30. Marion Barnett Sr. See you tomorrow morning, 9.30. Streaming on Facebook.
come be a part of our church service tomorrow morning. And Lord bless you. Bye-bye.